What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast. I'm here with my boy, Cole De Silva, the guy next door who's bald and wants to dye his hair. Hi. Hi. What's going on? Yeah, a little bit of context. Someone <laughs> thought it was uh, funny to ask me on my TikTok live stream, what am I doing with my hair? My luscious fucking locks, dyeing it blonde. I hope you all have the best day of your entire life. I'm super excited to provide value like usual. Bet. So guys, we're about to get into today's podcast where we answer clients for our questions. But before we do that, we just want to remind you guys that the September event is coming. September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. If you plan on attending the event, say I'm fucking coming in the chat box so that we know who's planning on coming. If you don't know what the event is, I'm going to give you a little bit of a backstory. All right. PT Domination has been throwing live events for the last two and a half years. We've had industry experts like Lane Norton come out. We also had Phil Heath, seven-time Mr. Olympia. We also flew across the world to Australia to co-host an event as well. And we have a very, very, very big, powerful female name coming. We're not going to drop who it is. We're going to let you guys know. Uh, it's a very powerful individual. And this person is very strong. So oh, that's all I'm going to say. She's very strong, Miranda. Mm -hmm. So you're going to like her. And she's a very powerful female. That's all I'm going to say. So let's get into today's episode. What's up, Aaron? Yo, what is going on? I'm feeling good. I just wanted to share wins, honestly. Let's hear it, bro. I'm fucking into it. Just because back in September, especially back in, uh, if you guys have been listening that long, it was a hard time. And I want to share that I just moved across the country. I'm graduated school. I'm doing this full time and I'm on track to hit a record month this month. Hey, now for the people that didn't hear your backstory, give us a backstory. So talk to us about September. So I showed up in September, very just at a low, just school had restarted. It was my senior year and I didn't want to do it. It was more of, I felt like it was something that my parents wanted for me. And, and so it was just this, this tear back and forth between trying to balance school and my business and just like push through that. And I felt like I was at a crossroads and just kind of pushed through So the whole school year, changed up the mentality around it, showed up for myself every single day, like just grinding, getting up at 3 a.m. And now we're doing it full time and it feels great. I actually gave you advice. I remember that phone call very vividly. And I said, if you don't like school, then drop out. And you yeah. weren't prepared to do that. But you also did have a conversation with your parents and you said, I might not drop out right now, but I want you to know I want to do this full time. And they said to finish the semester and you fucking did it. Mm -hmm. So I, I listened to your podcast around loyalty, you and Cole. And I was like, these boys helped me out and, and they continue to. So I wanted to give you guys the credit you deserve. You're cute, bro. Appreciate you, bro. I do have one question. Yeah, I'm Personal. here for you. You got a spot in the mastermind for me still, right? Depends. Are you coming to the event? I was planning on it. Event is a fast pass. If you come to the event, those people that come to the event get a fast pass because I can oh, tell that they're fucking serious. So come to the event and show me. All righty. Bet. My man, fist bump. Good to see you, King. Proud of you. That's fucking awesome. Speaking of event, Kenny. Yo. Yo, what's good, King? Not a lot, man. Just made it back from the gym. Just in time to come on and hang out with all you guys. Bro, I want to hear about your most recent experience at the Australia event. Shit, dude, where to start? Like, uh, honestly, it's like the big thing with all the events, right? But especially Australia, it was just the environment. Like, first, it was super cool seeing both of you guys speaking on a stage that wasn't your own. Like, I know you guys were co-hosts, but like speaking to audience who didn't know you, like when you guys hear these guys talk about like being authentically yourself, it's like that was such a like cool reminder of how much you guys actually embody that. It's like stage that wasn't your own and there was literally no change to it if you were sitting down having a one-on-one -on -one conversation or like what you guys are liking here 
So just like, it really showed me that much more than you guys have already. Like what, like how you guys really live and breathe everything you teach us. And then just environment. Like I know a lot of us day to day, we're surrounded by people that, you know, don't understand what we're working towards, not like don't support it, all that kind of stuff. And it's like being in a room, not only with you guys, but to see like, you know, Sebastian Orb, Dane McDonald, Wayne Norton, like all of that crew. And it's just like, just being surrounded by those people, it just rubs off on you. Like I came home and immediately rebuilt my whole onboarding system, like rebuilt so many other things around my business. Cause I was like seeing the way you guys were all talking. And I was like, man, I've got so much shit to work on still. Like I'm so far behind where I need to be that it's Mm. just like, it's time to step it up. And it's just like, every time I come to one, that's what I come home with is like, overall, it's like, even if I feel like I'm playing at a high level, there are so many more levels to go. I love it. Are you coming in September? Oh, hell yeah. I'm not going to miss out on fucking Kelowna. Like. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to those people that are maybe thinking about an event ticket, but they don't know. They're like, is this fucking legit? Is this going to be fun? It is absolutely the best decision you'll make in your fucking life. Like I came home from the first one to three record months in a row, came home from the second one and started building my team, came home from the third one. And like I just said, basically rebuilt like the whole back end of my business and my retention's up over 96%. My team is now a little bit smaller, but working better than it's worked before. And like, it's just every single time thing, you just, you level up in ways you didn't know you needed. I love that. Thank you for sharing your experience. And I want to fucking invite everyone and let you guys know that proximity is fucking power. Put yourself in the room and you will be successful. I guarantee it. Mm. You're the man. I love you. Thank you for coming up. Right back at you. Brandon, what's up? Yo, that's got me hyped for some events. That's like, that's awesome. Like even just the live event from Australia was like crazy. So I can imagine just the meteorotic, the like massive explosion that you would get of inspiration from the, from the live events. But yeah, my question really today and right off the bat, I love Brian's like story that he had the other day or recently about like energetics. I really resonated with that because I found myself like I don't really like I've gotten burned out once and now like I don't really fall into burnout I can kind of see it coming from like a while away and I'll kind of tap on the brakes a little bit before it gets to that point and really the reason I feel like I was like kind of just going in that direction towards the burnout was I found myself like really like unclear on my vision for the business and like where I wanted to grow and I think that like my biggest struggle right now, or my biggest issue is I need to almost like refine my vision for the business to allow it to grow, to be something bigger than myself. Cause there's a lot more people involved now than what it was when I first started. And, and just like different energies that I get from people and that join as clients. And I can like sense the energies from like good clients that I want to kind of make more of. I want to follow that in my business and make that kind of the vibe and then kind of like trim off the people that like aren't really a part of it and things like that. But it takes a lot of energy out of me some days, you know, just getting bombarded with sometimes people's fitness struggles. So my like main question to kind of simplify it is like, what practices do you do, you know, even at your own level to like reinvigorate yourself and like refine your vision, gain clarity on your vision again? Because I've been like working, but just like in almost like a robotic, I have to do this and not really excited building a vision kind of thing. So do you ever find yourself like in a point where you feel like you're just going through the motions and you have to like step back and like, okay, what do I really want here? Is what I'm saying making sense? Yep. Cole, you want to go first? 
Yeah, 100%. So first off, this is one of the reasons why we say you need to work on your mindset on a daily basis. In the aspect of having a proper morning routine, you guys should have some sort of vision board, vision goal list, something on your phone that you can look at every day, or at least look at once a week that kind of gives you an outline of what your goals are and what your aspirations are. Because if you guys just have a fucking spitball idea in your head, it's going to become very easy for you to neglect that, forget it, get blurry based off of life's problems and more. Now, I know you have all that because you've been with us for a minute. So there's another aspect that I want to touch on with this, which is a little bit different than what I think Brian is going to say, but I'm curious to see what he sees afterwards. Bro, I just think that's normal. Like, this is what happens. You guys think that you're just going to be happy-go-lucky, happy, motivated, and inspired all the fucking time, and it's just not the case. There are a lot of days where I do not want to get out of bed, and I do not want to fucking grind, but I do it anyways. Right. And like what you said is sometimes I know I need to take a step back and then ask myself, like, do I really want this? I don't think that's the mindset. Right. I know what I want just because you got a little tired, a little stressed out, a little exhausted doesn't mean you don't want it anymore. You're just questioning it because you're allowing that little bitch voice in the back of your head to fucking throw you off track. Does that make sense? Like you just got to keep pushing. Well, I think it's also like understanding what you actually operate under. Have you ever sat down and really looked at your core values and asked yourself, what do you truly want to embody and what is actually important to you? Like, have you actually done that, Brennan? Yeah, when I made my vision board, like in January. Okay, what are they? Well, it's integrity, discipline, you know, being uh, very transparent. Like those are some of the strengths. Like those are some of the values. Super that I fucking weak. I want like an in-depth breakdown of what you actually mean and what you operate under. So like do it again. And I want you to pick seven because like as much as it's cool to embody integrity, self-responsibility, discipline, it's also important that you guys embody something personally. Mine is creativity, ambition, love. Like those things matter to me. And when I find myself getting like stressed out or anxious or not wanting to work on a daily basis, then I look at that list and I ask myself, okay, even though I don't believe in society's definition of balance and the aspect of everything needs to be balanced every day. And if you're not taking rest, fuck off. Like if you truly want to be successful, you got to get obsessed with the end vision. You got to grind your face off. So some days you're going to be a little bit more tired, but on those days where I'm like you and you're like, fuck my life. I don't know if this is the direction I take a step back and I ask myself like, okay, well, this is what I actually want, but have I been embodying my other core values other than just ambition, integrity, and responsibility, i.e. creativity and love? Have I allowed myself to be creative this week? Have I allowed myself to be loving to me and the individuals around me this week? If the answer is no, then I need to make a little bit of a shift. Does that make sense? 100%. Yeah, I just think you're going down the regular route of a fucking entrepreneur, right? Like, it's very important to remind yourself of that goal and vision on a continual basis. But if you start questioning that goal and vision on a daily basis, then maybe reevaluate it, but also just understand that, in my opinion, that's just normal entrepreneurship. Sometimes you're going to get fucking exhausted, burnt out, and not want to do the shit you, wanna, you need to do. Brandon, what were you doing before you worked on your online business? I was doing, like, in-person personal training. Walk me through a day in the life of an in-person personal trainer. Your day in the life, not a day in the life. Your day in the life when you were in person. Oh, oh man, it was uh, so like, yeah, it was rough. It was like, wake up like 4 a.m., teach the like a group class at 5 a.m. And then it would be like, just get ready for clients back to back to back all day. And most of the reason I hated in-person training was just a lot of the, just I felt like a lot of the gym cultures I worked at were like super toxic. And like, it was just like- Give me an training. example. 
like the trainers like hated each other or something like everybody was just in a competition with each other it and how does it make like, you feel uh like just isolated 100 percent. what time did you get off work every day probably like 5 p.m 5 p.m and what did you do after work like studying for college and decompressing with like just games or something at the end of the night back then how much money were you making per month like oh geez like two three k okay so this is this is the thing all right this is what we're doing so the reason i asked you all those questions and the reason that i do work so hard and i work eight to ten hours of focused work a day is because 95 percent of people forget the alternative you forget what that life was like you forget that before this, a lot of you guys were working nine to fives that you did not fucking like, and you were working jobs that you absolutely hated. And it was like frustrating and you were barely making enough money and you were around toxic people. And it was like, you knew that you were meant for more, but you were just stuck in this fucking rut and you didn't know how to get out. And then all of a sudden we start building our online business. Everything starts going our way. We're excited. We're making money. Everything's great. It's fucking awesome. But then adversity hits. And adversity might be like, you lose motivation. You like lose your vision. You lose that sense of purpose and direction. And you lose a desire to work on your online business. And so you stop working on your online business and you just take your foot off the gas a little bit and you chill, maybe watch a little bit more TV, maybe play a little bit more video games, maybe sleep in a little bit more, maybe skip your gym sessions a little bit more. Whenever you're doing that, I want you to consider the alternative. Do you actually want to fucking go back to working at a gym ever? Not unless it's my own. Not unless it's your own. Okay. Do you want to go back to being an in-person trainer for somebody else's gym? Let me ask a more specific question. Definitely not. Definitely fucking not. So on those days where you don't want to work, remind yourself of how shitty it felt to be around that toxic environment. Remind yourself of how much you absolutely fucking hated it. Be like, I do not want to do that. And so I will move towards. So it's like, I think in order to be successful, you need to be moving away from something and towards something. So you're moving away from your old life, away from your old habits, away from your old, like your old perception, your old reality. We want to be moving away from that. And we also want to be moving towards. And don't get me wrong, you guys, I think that moving towards is like super fucking important, but you cannot ever forget the alternative because the alternative causes you to make dumbass fucking decisions. Because mm -hmm. then you're working on your business and you're like, oh, well, you know, I want to be a 10K a month online coach. And so I'm going to work on my business. Then I'm going to lose motivation. I'm still going to be a 10K online coach. I'm just not going to post every day because I can get there without posting every day. And you're just like, but I want to make 10K. And that's the goal. And you just focus on the goal and you're fucking delusional enough to believe that you're going to get there without a ridiculous amount of work. And you mm -hmm. like, you're like lazy and you complacent, you take your foot off the gas and you fucking forget the alternative that is still there waiting for you. Like the current is waiting to sweep you back downstream to your fucking old job where you slither into a mediocre life. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate. And a lot of people do it. This is why most people fail at entrepreneurship is because they have this vision of this place they want to go. They're heading in the direction. And then as they're heading in the direction, life hits and they stop working on their business and they're delusional enough to think that their business is just going to stay the fucking same, even though they're not doing the actions that got them there in the first place. And then you slip back into scarcity and frustration and then you get stuck in the cycle mm. where your business isn't ever growing. You're always making the same amount of money. You get to a certain level and then you come back. How many people resonate with that? Mm. Right? Stuck in the cycle. You need to fucking consider the alternative. Whenever I think about not doing a podcast for you guys, when I'm feeling like shit, I literally think about calling my grandma and being like, I can't send you money for rent and food and shit this month. I literally think about looking cursed in the eye and being like, I lost the fucking house and I'm a loser and I need to find a job somewhere that I'll, where I'm selling fucking cars. I literally go there. I actually do. Like I, I consider the alternative. And because I make it so painful in my mind, like I, there's no other option than to take action. So that's number one. Number two, Cole's right. You need to have a vision. And like having a vision is cool if you put it on a vision board and you look at it once a year. 
that's great. But 87% of people fail their New Year's resolutions. And I believe the reason that they do that is because they put it out of sight. And if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. Yeah. My vision is always in my mind. You want to know why? Because I have a letter to myself that I listen to every single day that has all of my goals accomplished fucking on it. I also have my phone background changed to like my goals and I change that on a weekly basis. My vision board is also right next to my bed. So it's the last thing that I fucking see when I go to bed. I'm like, it's always on my fucking mind, insight in mind. So I think this is a, like, this is a conversation about your, like, your, where you fucking came from and reminding yourself that you don't want to go there anymore. And then constantly keeping your vision at the front of your mind so that you stay motivated to keep working towards it. My turn. I'm coming back in. Dude, I found myself, whenever you spark an idea in my mind, I get super fidgety and I just like, don't. You're like this. Cole's like this. I know. I'm like, I don't want to interrupt because I don't want to be a dick. So I'm just like, shut the fuck up, Cole, and listen for a minute. This is two things, okay? Because obviously, I'm not going to touch too much on the mindset because I feel like me and Brian hit that on the head and you understand what's going on, correct? Oh, yeah. This is great, you guys. Good. So... I'm going to touch a small part of the mindset and then I'm going to give you guys a breakdown that you need to understand in your business in order to make sure that this happens, a lack of vision and purpose and drive less often. All right. We want to make sure that it happens less often. First off, how much money are you making on a monthly basis, bro? Right now I'm between five, six K is like it. And you're working for yourself, right? Yeah. I'm happy about it, dude. I'm truly blessed. No, no, no. Pause, pause, pause. <laughs> but isn't that the whole fucking dream? This is what I let you guys fuck up on. Your whole dream was to create your own business so you could get out of the nine to five that you fucking hated. And you, how many people are fucking 100% online now? Say me in the chat. Curious. For those of you guys listening to the podcast, it's like half the room right now. Yeah, we have fucking what? 44 individuals in this room. I'm seeing half the room spam me right now. So we got around 30 people that are full-time online. You guys are living the fucking dream that you wanted to create right fucking now. You get obsessed over the future of that dream and you forget to live in the present because you forget to smell the fucking roses. That's mindset point number one. Number two, this is the actionable step because you might've thought I missed that shit when you were explaining it. I fucking didn't. You said, I consistently take on my fitness clients' problems or I listen to them bitch on a continual basis. You guys need to learn how to set fucking boundaries. You know why I don't get really stressed out when it comes down to serving you guys a PT domination? Because I know when to set boundaries with you. All right, I'm not your fucking therapist. I'm your business coach. I will give you a lot of mindset help because I'm fucking very passionate about mindset, but I will draw a fucking boundary when I need to. And I'm not going to take your shit with me out of work hours because I got a brand new baby boy that needs my time and a beautiful woman. They need me. So I'm not going to take your shit into my household. It's not fucking happening. Where a lot of you guys have no idea how to set that boundary. So what are you doing? Last night at 9.30 p.m. when you should have been spending time with your fucking people or relaxing, working on your health, you were answering your fucking client messages when you knew you shouldn't be. And a bunch of people just fucking smiled there because I know what the fuck you're doing on a daily basis. Learn how to set boundaries so you can clear your mind and stay focused towards your goals because right now you are resenting the process because you don't understand how to run your business properly. Next. Bet. I was going to say one thing. The reason that, yeah, I've kind of slipped into that is like I've had to kind of like fire like a client and then I had, had another client that just like, Kind of just like straight up quit and like gave up and you're right i don't have boundaries like i give way too much of a fuck when people like are like i'm carrying 89 bricks and they're carrying 20 like it's not yeah how many clients do you have i have like around like 20 right now like a little bit over 20. so two clients left right out of 20. right i know my focus is like and you have a 90 percent retention rate and you're focusing on the fucking two clients that left yeah i was like i have a lot of people right now that are like they're just like celebrating. They're happy. They're like super pumped. They're like making results. And it's like, <laughs> go focus on them. Yeah. 
Focus goes, energy flows, motherfucker. Okay. Thanks, boys. You're welcome, bro. <laughs> Show me. Welcome to fucking 45 minute mindset lessons with Brian and myself. Welcome up, buckle up, take a seat. All right. I like it. Hello, Sammy. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Best day of my life. Okay. So before I ask my question, I wanted to update you guys. So I did my challenge and I just did the math and I've made $4,050 and I have $1,400 coming from my clients. So I finally hit that 5K month that I said I was going to hit. Boom! <laughs> For everybody that's listening to the podcast that doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about, she came up a couple of weeks ago. We told her to run a challenge. She ran the challenge and she made $4,000. Thank you. Good fucking job. Yeah. So I'm super stoked about it. So I just signed on about four girls from the challenge and I had three that they couldn't afford it, but they're really participating. They're great girls. So one of my clients this morning, unfortunately, somebody broke into her car and she wants to cancel her program. So I think it was Simone who had mentioned doing a lower ticket and or doing a pause. So that just inspired me to possibly do a lower ticket and ask these three girls if they would do that. So I wanted your guys' opinion on that because I haven't gotten that far in the modules yet. So, yeah. Well, you want to go first? Uh, I'll keep it very short and straight to the fucking point. If you haven't watched that in the modules and you don't understand it, go watch it in the modules and learn to understand it. Like, we can break it down for you. At the end of the day right now, I want you to make sure that you're focused on the individuals that you can serve before you start to try to flood multiple different offers in your business. Because I feel like this is another reason that a lot of entrepreneurs fail is you guys want to serve everybody. And I honestly do love it. I think it's admirable to have that amount of passion and love to want to serve the world and transform everybody's life. But all right, when you're first starting your business, if you have to create fucking six different offers in order to serve everybody, that's going to become very hard to manage, but it's going to become very stressful on you because now you have high ticket, mid ticket, low ticket. Then you're trying to run challenges here, content here and everything else. This is why we have everything broken down the way that we do, because if you start out the gate with six offers, three offers, four offers, you're not going to know what to actually break down. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's what I was thinking, which is why I just wanted to ask first yeah. and foremost, because I was already thinking like that might be a lot because I'm still trying to manage 20 girls now. You know, I went from like 12 to 20. So I'm still trying to do that jump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, I would not do it yet. And the reason why is because a lot of individuals think that lower ticket is less work and it's not unless you don't really give a fuck about serving those individuals and you just turn off messages and you never communicate with them, which is just going to make them quit in the future anyways. Lower ticket is even more work due to the fact that you guys need to understand and you will, the more you grow your business, that people who spend less money are way more of a fucking headache than individuals who invest more money. All right. Yeah. Brian and myself have had individuals invest multiple five figures a month with us with different things. And those clients never ask us a fucking question. Also, let's take Brian and myself for an example. We hired Bezos Koulian for a year of coaching, $100,000 USD. We literally never asked him for anything. And when we do ask him a question, it's like a 30, sec 30 second conversation. He hits us with a five minute response or a three minute response. And then we just go execute and we don't talk to him for another month because mm -hmm. there's just different levels when it comes down to that. So right now, my base advice would be just focus on what you're doing. And then once you get to the quote unquote low ticket unit, which by the way, is going to be updated in the future anyways, then you can kind of get a better idea how to run one. So you don't become squirrel brain. I agree. I definitely felt what you guys were saying about the whole, like not knowing how to turn your phone off and like over serving. And I do I want to please everybody. Like it breaks my heart when they're upset, you know? So I have to learn to set that boundary. So I think that's helpful. Mm. I love it. 
I'm going to give you very tactical advice because I feel like we've been doing lots of mindset stuff and then I'm going to give you when to use it. So first things first, you just, you're at 20 clients now and you were at 12, correct? Yeah. So whenever you guys sign a bunch of clients all at once, I want everyone to write this down, adjust to the new level, write that down, adjust to the new level, because you, what you did at 12 clients to serve 12 clients cannot be what you do to serve 20 clients. You can't work at the same pace. You can't do the same shit. You can't, you know, when you, here's an example, when you have 12 clients, you could probably, you know, spend an hour just looking through every single check-in and browsing cat videos and then coming back and then get responding when you want to sending a five minute video here checking their trainer eyes here and just being distracted watching a little bit of tv playing with the kids whatever you can do that with 12 check-ins you do that with 20 check-ins it's going to go from one day to two days then it's a problem so the first piece of advice is to adjust to the new level when you have a big influx in clients you need to adjust to that like new level of work that you have and just the this is the takeaway you need to get better with the time that you're spending working. It's not like you need to work more. You need to get better with the time that you're spending working. So become more efficient in the time that you're actually working, become more productive. So that's piece tactical number one. Tactical number two is for a low ticket program, it's going to be $99 for four to six weeks. To start out, I would just have a one-time offer. So just okay. because you just want to start out to see what it's like to run that program, $99 for four to six weeks. You want to have it like minimum to no touch, meaning there's not a lot of like back and forth with the client. There's no customization. There's maybe a macro setting that you set it once at the start of the program and a suggested meal plan. And all of the support happens inside of the Facebook group. If you have a Facebook group for your clients, put them in the Facebook group for your clients because you want them to see the other clients winning. There's no check-ins. There's no meal plan adjustments. It's a template workout program. You can have two-way messaging on in the app if you want. It's $99 for four to six weeks. And that would be the first place that I would start. I wouldn't do that for another couple of weeks until you adjust to the new temperature. And once you've can honestly say like, I'm good. Like I've like, I got these ladies, like I'm ready for more Then you can launch your low ticket. Okay. I think that's such good advice. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. And in the units, in the website, there's a module that Cole did specifically on no ticket. And there's a DM script to teach you exactly how to sell it over the direct messages. So yeah, you can watch that so that you're prepared so that when you're ready to sell it, you can start slinging it. That's a good idea. I was actually thinking about possibly increasing my price first because I'm starting to see my value now. So I was thinking I might do a price adjustment and then do that, you know, because I agree with what Cole was saying and trying to just get comfortable here. This is only my second month. So maybe yeah. I shouldn't get ahead of myself. This is only your second month in the program? Yeah. Oh, it's my second month, like since giving up my job. Oh, yeah. I was like, I've I seen you way more than I've yeah, seen, no. There's no since way. she quit her okay. job. Okay. Okay. No, okay. Since I quit my job. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So adjust to your new level. And yeah. once you've adjusted to your new level, then we can move forward. By the way, is this the most amount of money you've ever made in a month ever? Yeah. 1000%. Because I made like, I'm working at 45 just for fun. And I make like 600 every two weeks. So yeah, I'm having a good time. So what you said about you're living the dream. I needed that slap in the face. <laughs> mm. One yeah. more piece of advice for new entrepreneurs making money. Everybody pay close fucking attention, okay? You're an online coach and you start making more money. This is life advice that none of you guys are going to like hearing, but it is fucking important and I hope that you take it seriously. When you make more money as a new online coach, your immediate inkling is to spend all of it. Mm -hmm is to spend all of it. You're like, I'm going <laughs> to fucking get myself some nice fucking shoes. I'm buying the latest Alpha Elite drop. I'm fucking going here. I'm going here. I'm fucking rich. Don't fucking do that. You want to conserve as much as your money as you possibly can. Why? Because then when opportunities come up, you can take them without thinking. When Cole and I hire Bedros, we have a float. 
in our business bank account that we never touch, never. And it was like this with Aesthetic Nation too. Yeah. Aesthetic Nation, we had a $20,000 float in our bank account so that no matter what, whenever there was an opportunity that we needed to take advantage of, we could take advantage of that opportunity. Now the float's significantly higher. But when Bedros told us he was $100,000 for the year, we just did it without affecting our personal finances because we have a float that we never dip into. So my recommendation, now that you're making more money, is to start stacking cash so that you know six months down the line, if you have a $3,000 a month, you don't have $6,000 a month in expenses because you're like, I'm fucking rich. Well, I move next month, so I'm saving all my money for that because we're Good. out of here on the 29th. So. Good. Make money, stack racks. Everybody read that down. Make money, stack racks. That's the goal. And when I look to spend my racks, I'm like, I'm spending my racks on things that are going to make me more money. So I spend my racks on mentors. I spend my racks on trips to go hang out with people that are fucking like-minded. I spend my racks to go to Australia events. Like that's when I actually spend my money. Like me and Cole, we need to keep talking about this for a minute. I'm sorry, Cole. Me and Cole, it's me. we're fucking broke. Even though we were making money, we lived like we were broke in fucking apartments in tiny, like little places for like the first seven years of our business. Yep. On year seven, I bought a house. On year eight, I bought a Lambo. On year nine, I bought a gym. Do you guys get it? Mm-hmm. You need to fucking stack money because I had the money. Every time I'd have a lot of money, I would spend it on the next mentor or the next I- level of my mentor's program so that I could level up my skills and my mindsets and my fucking... All of that stuff. Trent Harrison has invested like, a ridiculous amount. I think Trent Harrison and Nicole Troutman have invested the most amount of money with us. And Nikki Cork's on that list too. But Nikki Cork started with us in 2019. She literally did all of our coaching programs. She did first 20 clients. She did the 10K Mastermind, the Million Dollar Mastermind for two years in a row. Now she's making $40,000 a month. She has, uh, with $40,000 a month, she's investing in real estate property. She's buying houses and airbnb them out. She just bought a horse. She's fucking riding around on her horse. She has her dream car at Tesla. But she did that because she saved cash and then she was able to invest in opportunities when they presented themselves. So don't be fucking stupid with your money. Okay. Thank you. By the way, Brian got that timeline wrong. We bought the gym first before the fucking house and the cars and everything else because the gym brings money in. That was like the investment. And again, investing in the future instead of just buying random shit. We literally just gave her a conversation that her dad would. She's like, thanks. Yeah, that's great. Oh no, he he would never talk like this. Okay. Okay. They don't know like anything, so you're you're good. Okay, okay, um, good. I'm like, I feel like I'm a dad now. All right, cool. Was that valuable? Are you good? Yes, I learned a lot. Thank you so uh, much. Guys. You're a rock star. Congratulations on making the most amount of money ever. You're the best. You know, go on. You're the best. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. What's up, Mel? Hey, guys. So I am struggling a little bit with trying to figure out, like, I've always been very impact driven. I feel like now that I'm in the 5K, it's much more about numbers than it is. I mean, not that it's not about impact, but, you know, we talk every time we meet about numbers and that is like messing with me a little bit. Like I'm feeling a little conflicted. Yep. Because I'm so like impact driven and I feel like 
am I taking away from like my current clients by driving to get more and driving to make more money and not focusing as much on getting, I wouldn't, I mean, I'm always focused on getting them results, but you know, obviously it's easier when you have 12 clients when, you know, I'm, right now I'm at 20, yep. but even at 20, I feel like that's a lot and it takes a lot of energy to serve them. Mm-hmm. I almost want to fucking tell them what we're up to. No. <laughs> okay. I can't say anything. Sorry. Cole's Dude, gonna... We got plans, but I can't tell you because Cole said no. First thing I want to say is what makes you happy in your business? Seeing other women you know, gain confidence and get results and feel better about themselves. Perfect. So I want you to focus on that and everything else can go fuck itself. Yeah. And that's how I have been. Like, I feel like the more I focus on them and getting them results, the more I'll make money and the more people will come in. But I feel like I also, like when I go on calls, like in the 5k, I'm like, shit, should I, I need to be doing more And focusing more on like, I definitely need better systems. Um, And I think, you know, the 5k will definitely help me with that. And that will in turn, again, make me more money. Yep. And of course I do have income goals, Yep. but I just want to make sure that I'm not, you know, leaving that I continue to focus on the impact on my clients. Yep. I want to tell them so bad. Okay. I want to hear something. It's not going to do anything because it's going to be the same. She's just not asking (laughs) that question. This is the breakdown. Listen, at the end of the day, you just shift your own focus because let's be real. The CLA, it's called the Change Those Academy. Why are you guys here? So we can help you build online businesses, scale and make more money. Now, obviously impact people, but you can impact people for free. So if you only care about impact, then just do it for free and stop charging cash. This is for all of you guys, right? And like, this is the breakdown. What right now you need to do is internally, you need to make the shift because when you hear a training regardless of this is how it's going to make you more money. This is how it's going to help you grow your business, et cetera. What you internally feel is a personal thing, mm-hmm. right? Because again, if it was just about impact and that's the only thing you cared about, then you would be doing it for free while still working a nine to five. I have more to say. Yeah. I think that number one, everybody write this down, lean into what makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Lean into what makes you uncomfortable. So the mastermind, everybody loves the mastermind, right? Kenny, everybody wants to be part of the mastermind. And then they get in there and they're like, oh shit, people in here are making like 60K a month. What the fuck? Oh, like this person just made a hundred grand. What is in 30 days? It's like, it's almost so exciting until you get in there and you're like, oh shit. Like there's a fucking, I'm a very small fish in this room. And the longer that you stay in the environment, the more that you adjust to the temperature of the room and adjusting to the temperature of the room means that you yourself grow by osmosis. You grow just by being around the people. You grow by hearing the conversations. Now, I'm going to be super transparent, all right? And we need to make sure that this is like apparent across the board. Nobody on PT Domination is giving you a prescription. No. Nobody. Zero. None of us are allowed to give you a prescription. What we can do is we can give you recommendations. I'm going to give you some recommendations for numbers that you should be tracking. Can I do that for you? Please. How many applications you're getting per week or how many calls you're booking per week? Mm-hmm. How many clients you're closing? Mm-hmm. and how many DMs are sending out and how much you're making per week and how many clients leave per month. Those are the most important numbers in your business. All the other numbers can be, you know, we can really deep dive into it if you want to, but you don't need to. Miranda, mm-hmm. me and you talked about this last week. I'm like, those are the most important numbers that you need to track. Because if you look at those numbers, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, I only I booked three calls and, you know, I closed one client. 
and I send zero DMs per day. Well, okay, if I fix the zero DMs per day, then I'll probably get more applications. And if I get more applications, I'll get more calls, right? So like we can track it down. So it's how many applications or calls are you booking? How many people are you closing? How many DMs are you sending out per day? How much cash did you make per week? And how many clients leave per month? Those are the five most important numbers. Everything else is just a byproduct of those numbers. Those are what matter. So even if you fucking hate doing it, you have to track those. Too bad. Other than that, you can do anything. Other than that, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Those are the numbers that actually contribute to your business's growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't feel like anything is prescriptive. I feel like I have creative license, but I um, obviously need help with systems. And, you know, I do trust that everything that's been given to me is, will bring me success. But I just want to make sure that I'm focused on the right things. That's an internal thing. I'm going to say it again. That's an internal thing. I can't help what you focus on when I say the words, you need to be creating content based on pain, right? Some of you guys hear, oh, fuck, I get that. That makes sense. 100%. I know my niche. Let me go create content. Some of you guys hear, well, I don't want to talk about pain because that makes me super stressed out. Like, I don't want to make someone feel bad. Mm-hmm. I can't affect how you perceive a message that I deliver. You need to do the work internally. Does that make sense? The way that I look at it is, I get what you're saying because when I first started, all right, obviously I want to make a fuckload of money, but I also wanted to impact a lot of fucking people. Then I switched my mentality and understood that if I get rich as fuck, I can impact the world in a massive way. And that's why, and Brian can attest to it. Whenever I go to a restaurant now, if a meal's like 50 bucks, I'll tip 150 because like, I just want to give to everyone guys. I cannot go into a town without serving people. I cannot give back to not, I can't see my people from the past without giving to them. I want everything. Because my goal is to really impact the fucking world. And I know I cannot do that with just my voice on social media. I want to do it in a grander scale. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, that's helpful. Thank you. Lean into what makes you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think part of it is probably just coming from like being uncomfortable, wanting a lot of money, just, you know, growing up poor and not poor, but, you know, not having a lot but being uncomfortable, like wanting to have all that money because I've never been like a materialistic person. So for me, it's like not about the material things. Mm. So can I be honest? Yeah. I've been broke as fuck and Mm. lived in a trailer park and I would consider myself fairly wealthy now and being fairly wealthy, I can make a way fucking bigger impact on the planet. Mm -hmm. I can employ people like Jax, who's 19 years old, who wants to learn how to be a successful entrepreneur. I can invest in mentorship programs like Young and Ambitious where I give away $10,000 to charity. I can plan massive events with all my clients where they fly out to see me and I change all their fucking lives. You guys better be coming, by the way. Get it? Like you will be able to make more of an impact on the world by having more money. There is no nobility in being broke. None. Zero. It's not like being broke makes you a better person and then rich makes you a dickhead. I don't want to be broke. (laughs) I know you don't want to be broke, but you also don't want to be rich. No, I... I a hundred percent okay you say it i want to be rich yeah i do i want to be rich yeah say it like you mean it <laughs> i want to be rich yes thank you <laughs> ah, now we just got to do things that align with that and be like this is the thing okay i believe that i should be rich because i believe that your guys's money is better in my fucking hands than it is my competitors because i believe that we provide a better service than anybody else on the fucking market period 
And I know that because I'll have clients that'll be in the mastermind. They'll make 40K. Just had a client recently who did this. Made 40K. She's like, I love you guys. Love the mastermind. I'm going to go try some other coaching programs. Did two other coaching programs. Fucking hated it. Six months later, she came back. She's like, I literally went to your best competitors and they're you like, they don't even come close to the level of value that you guys have. So I want your fucking money because I know that I'm going to change your life. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you. Go make some fucking money. You're rich as fuck. Mike, what's up? Going on. How you doing, brother? Good. So I'm also struggling. I find April was my best month. I think it was like $3,400. And I just had the momentum saying May was going to be my 5K. And I think I'm at 1500 right now. And I feel like I don't have any that much leads. I add the 25 to 50 on Facebook and Instagram. I post every single day. My reels are under my insights. I find three quarters of my views are non-followers. So I popped one off that was I think 2000 views and like 1800 was non-followers. Yep. So with me, like, I feel like I'm at, like, I'm sending my DMs. Yep. Just saying, thanks for engaging my content or thanks for like the follow. But other than that, there's no conversation. Okay. Walk me through your marketing strategy right now. So if somebody follows me, that's lead gen strategy. Walk me through your marketing strategy. What do you mean? Like, how are you approaching your social media on a week to week basis? So you mean by like one, like how I'm leading? pause. What he means is what are you doing on your stories? What are you doing for your posting? What are you doing on a continual basis when you're showing up with value proof of connection? So everything that I tore you to shreds on when it came down to content audits, he wants you to share and go over. Okay. Yep. So connection posts. I have a few stories of what happened the last couple of years with my injuries. Every day, it's more of a real, a value. Today, I posted a picture of me and just like a mindset. My stories, every time in the morning, I do my, I post my reel. At nine o'clock, I go for a walk with my dog and I post either a picture of me walking him or I'll just talk to the camera and just say something. 12 o'clock, I'll post some client wins. At 6 p.m., I will post a meal. And then usually at nighttime, if I remember, I'll just post something. So Bray wants to say something. Today. You didn't fucking talk on your story today. Bray wants to Not say something. Yet. Go ahead. Okay. So I completely understand this frustration, Mike. Like I know it's overwhelming in the sense of like, you're doing all of the things, right? Like they're telling you exactly what to do. You're posting the content, but I just looked at your content and you're not being personable on your Instagram. And one thing for me was when I started like showing my personality on my stories and I started showing my personality in my videos and not just saying like, you're trying to lose weight, start doing this. Because when you aren't personable in your content specifically, like the reels that you're posting, no one's going to follow you because you're really just stating everything that they can Google, right? Mm. So, so they need to trust you in order to buy from you. And in order to buy from you, you need to be personal on your content. If you're not personal and they don't think that you have like a personality because like you are an intimidating looking fella, right? Like, so like you got a huge beard, like you look like a fucking like jacked like dude. And you know, like, <laughs> And that can be intimidating sometimes. So like in order for people to buy from you, they need to trust you like you, like what Brian and Cole say all of the time. But like, sometimes we don't think of it in the sense of like it, what you're posting is literally you selling yourself. So when you start selling yourself, you not like all of the value that you're posting, because like excess amounts of value you're posting, you need to sell you 
on your content. And when I made that switch, I've, I've hit over 10 K months over the last like three and a half, four months now. So, and I took like three weeks off this month and I still hit 10 K. So it's like, and that's just because like, I'm so personal on my content. Like I fucking swear I'm like real. Like, I'm just like, I'm just authentically me on my content. And I don't do any outbound leads right now because I've just have so many inbound leads because people want to work with me because I show like my personality. So you got to show your personality. Right. That's do it. me a favor. Yeah. I want you to scroll back three months on your reels and grab a reel where you weren't being yourself and okay. then a reel and then post yeah. them aside so Mike can see the difference in the academy. Okay. Post it side by side okay. with a reel where you actually started to make the shift because I yeah. think having a visual mic of seeing that, because yeah. I remember that transformation happening, seeing that shift, I think is going to help you unlock a new level in your content because people, okay. so now I'm going to go into the DMs, Mike. If your content isn't good, people won't respond to your DMs. And I talked about this in the DM training. And when I say good, what I really mean is if your content doesn't resonate, it doesn't connect with people and they don't get a fuckload of value from you in some sort of way. Like the reason that a lot of people reply to my content is my podcast is fucking good and my content's really good. And so when I DM them, they're like, yo, I, like, I just used your most recent reel and it fucking got me 10 new leads. Thank you. I'm like, no problem. Tell me a little bit more about your fucking online coaching business, right? So like that is the level that we want to get to with your content. Last thing I want to say, because I really want to make this tactical, Mike, and I want to be able to give you a lot of value. What is the, when's the last time you did a challenge? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Okay. Have you done an ebook to sales call recently? Let's do one of those. Okay. So an ebook to sales call, you can search in the members portal. You will find it. It's how to turn an ebook into a sales call. And I want you to just take one of your best performing Instagram posts, turn it into an ebook. And basically anybody that gets the ebook, you send the ebook to them and then you give them an opportunity to book a free fitness consult with you. Okay. Last thing I'll say, how many clients do you have? Eight. Eight. Okay, cool. Have you asked for referrals recently? No, I haven't. I want you to send a message, personal video to all of your clients after this call. Be like, yo, what's going on, John? So I just want to let you know, I absolutely fucking love working with you. And um, if you have any friends or family that were, you know, interested in getting into shape for the summer, I'm actually giving away one free month to anybody that refers a friend that joins the program. So if you have somebody, drop a hell yes in the chat and let's introduce me to them so I can change your life. Okay. So let's go for some referrals. So content is the number one focus for you. People don't reply to your DMs until your content's good. You just did a challenge. So schedule one for four weeks from now so that, and dude, if it is a little bit of a lower month, still, if you look at the average, let's say you finished the month at 2,500 and you had 3,500 last month, you're still averaging 3K per month. How long have you been doing this shit? Five months. Five months, bro. Like you're still winning on the scale. Like it's like, it's going up, right? You're heading towards that 5K mark. And if, even if you guys look at the graph of a stock, the graph of a stock does not always go up. There's like ups, peaks and downs and peaks and downs. This tells me that there's a skill that you need to develop. And once you develop the skill, you get the unlock. So this is like a video game, bro. And you just need to, you're playing the game and you need to up-level one of the skills that's involved in the game. Okay. All right. All right, thanks. Um, I want to see you again in two weeks and I want you to update me on what you've been up to. Okay. Okay, bro. Thanks for coming up. Thanks. All right. I'm going to regurgitate something. First off, I feel like a fucking proud dad listening to Bray talk about content and shit. Like that makes me so fucking happy. It's not even funny. Somebody said that in the chat box. I got hyped as shit because this is something that a lot of you guys need to understand. All right. In a very big way. You guys need to understand that the fitness industry is not saturated in the aspect that there is 8 billion people on this planet, but it is saturated in the aspect that a lot of you fucking coaches do the same shit every goddamn day. So you all look the same, all of you. This is why I'm trying to challenge a lot of you guys to stop doing the, 
stop doing this workout or fucking tutorial skits or something else because you see one thing work for one trainer and the next thing you know there's 17 of you guys creating the exact same fucking content on the internet and you all look like regurgitated robots across the board and then when it doesn't work you're like well what am i doing wrong well the same fucking thing that everybody's doing wrong not sharing their personality all right look at every big name in the industry i'm talking about massive name not a hundred thousand followers not fucking 10, 20, 30, 40, 50K. I'm talking about multi-million dollar fucking businesses. What do they do? They are themselves. That's what they do. You guys need to start shining your personality through the content that you are producing online in a very big way because that is what it's going to separate you from the hundreds of thousands of trainers that are out there that are creating the same fucking bullshit tutorials and generic advice on the internet. The fitness industry is not saturated in the aspect that we have 8 billion people on this planet, but it is saturated when it comes down to you guys all creating the same regurgitated shit. This is important and you need to understand it. So the next time you go create a video, ask yourself, what's different between this and the other 400 fucking videos talking about carbohydrates? Mm -hmm. We got four people left. So do me a favor, each person, if you could condense your questions so that I can serve all of you guys, that'd be awesome. Trey, hit me, dog. My question was kind of answering amongst everybody else's really with the mindset. Like for me personally, like I was working nine to five in December. I literally invested eight or nine grand into the event and moving to Kelowna for the four weeks and three weeks leading to the event where I got to meet all you guys. And I'm still like shocked at like how I feel from going to the event because I'll never forget walking in the first room and realizing every single one of you guys were real. I was like, oh shit, this is actually, we're doing this. So like, and I've nonstop had success since then. Like before I left the PT Dom event, I made sure I was in a 5k group, got into the 5k group within, I think three or four weeks of me being, I flew back home to Nova Scotia. I, I, I was honored to become a part of team lifts now. So I got all there, like, uh, like I'm a part of there. So like my life has never been this good, but I'm like the thing that I actually wrote down, uh, I guess to give you a question is like, I'm not, I, I'm having trouble adjusting to that new level. Like currently sitting here right now is my highest month yet around seven or 8k. My business has consistently went up one or two grand every month since like, I guess like last October, kind of just continuously going up. Like I had obviously down a thousand, up a thousand, whatever, but, but like, I just can't seem to get, see that next level. Like I'm battling anxiety. I've never felt before. Well, I have, but not in years I'm battling depression. I felt, I felt, and it's like, cause I, like I'd say a lot of what resonated was when you guys like you get to that, like newer systems need to serve your new levels. And it's like, I just feel like I just, I guess I never believed I'd get here. So now that I'm here, just like trying my best to keep like stay, like I'm doing well, don't get me wrong, but I don't feel my best. And it's like, it's a perspective. I know that. So I guess it's a ramble. I don't really know if that's a question, but like, uh, yeah, I don't know if you know if that's a question, but it's more so like trying to see that next level and just maintain it. Cause I go from 25 clients to about 35 falls down to about 28, back up to 33, 34, back down to 28. Like I just, it's just like, I'm, I'm kind of spinning. I'm going to take this call. Mm -hmm. The old you needs to die. The old you needs to die. You're hanging on to these like old belief systems, old identities. I've never been this wealthy before. This is so new to me. You know, I'm, I, this is like, this is outside my comfort zone. The old you needs to die. You need to kill that motherfucker. Dead. He's gone. Bro, you need to start. Like the reason that me and Cole, it's easy for us to stay focused is because like, I see the level that I'm at. I'm like, oh, this is, I'm just scratching the fucking surface. I'm like, they don't even fucking know. I'm like, you guys are in pizza zone right now and it's great. But I'm like, just fucking wait. Like we are like on the way. Like we are making some massive moves right now that are going to take the business to an even higher playing field so that we have more value to give you guys. And like, you guys can continue to learn from us. Like, I don't ever feel like, so funny story. I don't know if I talked about this in the Million Dollar Mastermind. I don't know if I've told you guys this yet. Cole and I are a one-on-one -on -one business coaching Lane Norton today for four hours. He joined our VIP one-on-one -on -one coaching program. And like, 
I'm not intimidated at all. Cause I'm like, I've been fucking like, I earned this shit, you know, like we earned this shit. And so I'm always looking forward. And because I'm always looking forward, what's here right now, I'm grateful for but I'm like hunting for the next level. You need to become a hunter, bro. Like right now you're like, oh, you know, like old timid me is fucking, I don't know, old timid me, blah, blah, blah. Fuck that. Fuck that guy. He's dead. Bye-bye. RIP. It's like the new Trey is a hunter. Like you're a hunter, bro. You need to fucking hunt. Go for that next level. If 35 clients is your cap. You need to hunt for 40 and you need to be fucking relentless. Be unstoppable. Be the fucking one. Like set that target. Be fucking committed to it. Talk to Patrick because I know you're on team list. Talk to Patty and be like, it's time for me to fucking unlock my new level. I'm sick of being a bitch. What do I need to do? I'm serious, bro. That's it. You literally look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm sick of being a bitch. I'm fucking ready. Let's fucking go. And you tap into the next level and you do whatever the fuck is necessary to hit it, period. And whenever that fear and that insecurity comes in, you're like, no, not today, motherfucker. I'm grinding. The old you needs to die. You're letting him live. Take him out back. That's it. And I got you. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's it. Mason, you have 30 seconds. Bro, Trey, everything they just said to you is literally almost word for word what you said to me when I was scared, scared to apply for the mastermind. Every day, me and him have conversations at the gym. You're the reason that I'm so motivated right now. So you need to realize that you are the one. You're already fucking there. I'm seeing what you're doing day to day because we live in the same city. You're already fucking there. Just keep on that path and keep fucking going. That's it. That's all. I love that. That's good. I appreciate you guys. Bro, let's fucking go. Are you coming to the event in September? Well, I just was talking to Seti about that. I booked a trip for my birthday. It's the weekend before that in Italy, but I might have to, I might have to switch that around. Bro, I'm telling you, the event in September is not going to be one you're going to want to miss. You should fucking come. I, I'm, trust me, I'm probably going to. I have to. Like, the last one, I'm still like sitting here riding that high. Like, I, like I, that's why I said to you, like, when I, I, like, I've never said to anybody in my life, I've looked up to them. And I'm sitting there shitting my pants, trying to shake Brian's hand. Like, hey, 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 I look up to you. <laughs> it's like, you're actually real in these videos. And it's funny. So like, I'm still sitting here with that, that mentality, but I know like I can tap into it. So now, nah, man, I, I think it's one of those things that's like, like Kenny said, man, it's an investment. You, the proximity thing, right? Like you put your, I wouldn't be on team lifts. I wouldn't be as successful if I didn't invest all that money and time to go out there. Like I literally quit my, I quit my nine to five job and then I, I jumped into it. I literally flew out to Kelowna for five weeks. And bought an Airbnb as close as I could to the gym and just kind of did my thing. So I know it's out there. So yeah, I'm going to go back after this call and kill the old guy. I love it, bro. Keep it up. I see you. Appreciate you. Miranda. I'm going to make it super quick. So I, first things first, Cole challenged me to change like booking, like trying to do a certain amount of DMs every day and just focus on booking a call. So I've been doing that and I had five calls this week and I've closed three of them. Um, So yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) And I was like, for a while, I was struggling to get over too. So win. And my question is, is that I really struggle with my mindset with pulling people from TikTok to IG because I think that I'm scared that I I have them in that conversation and I don't want to be like, oh, here's another step for you. Let's have a conversation here. Just any like tips to help me kind of get over that so I can move them over to IG because it's uncertain what's going on with TikTok. I love that. Can I give you the simplest answer that'll literally take you 30 seconds? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So Megan Nunes, this is Megan Nunes' strategy. Okay. And she's making 50 to $60,000 a month right now. So as soon as a lead replies on TikTok, she sends them a DM. As soon as they, they respond, what's your IG handle? Let's continue the conversation there. Smiley face. Okay. That's, it. That's literally it. <laughs> yeah. That's how easy it is. That's literally it. That's literally how easy. As soon as they respond, oh, what's your IG handle? I'm more active on there. Let's talk there. Smiley face. That's it. Grabs her IG handle, continues the conversation. Because Instagram, you will sell a lot more clients if you can get them over to Instagram. 
Yeah. As soon as they respond, if you have 10 TikTok conversations going on right now, go in there. What's your IG handle? Smiley face. Let's be friends. What's your IG handle? Smiley face. I'm more active on there. What's your IG handle? Smiley face. Let's chat on there. Cool. That's so simple. Oh my God. Um, Like, for instance, like I just did like a little fun CTA. Like I tried something different. Like, what do you struggle with most? exercise or nutrition on TikTok and it's getting so many comments. So just like how to respond to those people to like bring them over. And I know that I'm totally overthinking it. So just same thing. Like, thanks for the comment. What's your IG handle? Yeah. Follow me there. 100%. Yes. Easy peasy. Yes. <laughs> like you will be more likely to sell them if you move them over to Instagram, because the way that the Instagram static posts work, it's a lot easier for them to consume your content when they're scrolling through your newsfeed, they'll be able to see your transformations. They can follow your Instagram stories. If you want to sell them, I would recommend getting them on Instagram. Okay, done. Bet. Thank you. Vinny, what's up? Last and not least. Yo, what's good, man? How you doing? Good. How you doing, bro? Best day ever, bro. Sweet. Awesome, man. Quick question. So I recently got my free Facebook community that was from my last 14-day challenge that was really good. I got three people from it. Now it's getting about time to do another challenge because it's almost been six weeks. So I'm getting ready for my new challenge. So I was wondering what I do in terms of like, do I have to build a new Facebook group for this new challenge or do I put them in this free community now? Because there's, you know, current, you know, clients and some other people because some of my clients have been inviting some friends and everything because they're trying to like, you know, bring me leads and everything because they're loving the program and stuff. So it's been really going really great, but I have no idea if I should create a new community for the new challenge that I do. Cause I feel like if I do the new challenge in this community, it's going to be kind of messy. Cause like we're doing, you know, monthly challenges now in this community. Plus like, you know, there would be the other challenge. So I'm confused on what I should do with that. So oh, you just answered your own fucking question. What are you talking about? You're like, I feel like if I bring challenges into this community, it's going to make everything super messy. And it's going to fuck with the flow and everything else. So like, right. what should I do? Do what your intuition is saying, create a new group. Because you need to keep it separate. And then any individual that signs up after the challenge, move them to the community that you currently have. Okay. <laughs> That's simple. Enough, Very but... simple. You just, you just needed the reassurance. You're doing the right I thing. I did. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did. I did. I wanted to make sure it was right. So that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Every new challenge gets a new group. Yeah. And I'm going to give you the theory. The reason why every new challenge gets a new group is because everybody that's in the challenge needs to be there for the challenge. If that's not the case, then they're going to get flies on the wall. You guys are gonna get flies on the wall, and when you guys get flies on the wall, the group isn't engaged. You're not gonna get results. So every new challenge gets a new group because you want people that are in the challenge to be engaged. Yeah, that makes sense. Actually, can I ask one more question, real quick? Yeah. Because right now I'm I'm doing a monthly challenge. It's a protein challenge for current clients, and then I've had some current clients invite some of their friends to the group, and then those people, they were kind of like trying to get into this protein challenge that I'm doing. And so I wasn't really sure like if I should, you know, let them in because then yes. I kind of, okay. Yes. Cause I'll have to kind of coach them a little bit, you know what I mean? So, but I wasn't really sure because they are friends of, you know, my clients they are like, they're really good people. Yes. So I wasn't really sure how to handle that correctly. The answer is yes. And the reason you want to let them in is you want to coach them a little bit. And then when you're in the DMs coaching them, you're like, cool. Mind if I ask a couple questions to see if I can help. DM script. Exactly. Yes, sir. They want to contribute. They want to basically participate. That's always a good thing. So you should always let them participate 100%. All right, bet. We'll do. Cool. There we go, Vinny. Good man. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. We did it. We got through everyone. Woo! Super simple. Everybody write this down just to end it off. Again, trust your intuition. Trust your gut. A lot of you guys will have a feeling in your gut that you want to take action. And then you're like, ah, 
uh, maybe I'll just not do this until I talk to Brian and Cole, which is cool. We're here to answer your guys' questions. But at the same time, I also want you to understand the mentality of do, then ask, don't ask, then do. Because if you always ask before you do, it's going to take you very a very long time to scale to the level that you want to. All right? Trust your intuition. It's rarely wrong. You guys are smart. You have a lot of information at your hands. You've been doing this for a minute. Cole, where do they find you? Cole Lewis to Silva of the Wake Up with the Wolf podcast. You guys can find me at the real Brian Mark on Instagram where the change guys make money on the train of podcast. And if you're fucking our client, come to the fucking event. If you're not our client, you can't come. I'm really sorry. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at the real Brian Mark for more information. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.